at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your co-host, Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Uh, please feel free to email us at success at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Well, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Um, did you want to give us like a brief bio about yourself and like Talk about where you are, what you're doing, how quarantine's been. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Anastasia Gabriel Flores, and I'm 21 years old. I'm a student. I'm currently quarantining in Puerto Rico at my dad's, which has been really nice. And yeah, I also have a podcast. I had Daniela on to discuss racism and stereotyping, and I'm just taking it day by day. I mean, quarantine has been something else you know wasn't expected but I think it's like a good um like breach of time to just get everything together and learn about new things and all that kind of stuff so I've started to actually kind of love quarantine while also um despising it a little bit (laughs) yeah I think we've all kind of hit that wall where we're like okay this was good we've had time to rest and de-stress and gather ourselves and reflect on life but now I'd like to go outside and be able to leave my house without having to wear like a mask or something or have to be like two feet away from people not two feet two meters Mm -hmm. but like yeah yeah I know it's like I don't even remember what life was like before masks in stores which is weird I do I remember guys don't you worry I will not leave my house like I don't wear them because they're not like forced we're gonna they're gonna start Mm -hmm. I think putting in policies here in Ottawa um they're definitely Mm -hmm. bringing it up so my mom's like ready Mm -hmm. to make the masks she's like got the fabric she's like I'm gonna pull out the sewing machine but yeah that's so surprising Uh uh-huh because here they have like I mean masks plus like that you know something else gloves they sanitize you before you go in oh yeah they have one score where they made like a sink outside I'm like this is getting a little crazy (laughs) but yeah that's insane we've had to wear masks like the entire time here Mm -hmm. like even towards like the like the beginning beginning we still wore masks like when everything like was going down like at the very beginning my like boyfriend he works at a like a vegan grocery store and they do like his it's not like like so like it's a really really tiny grocery store it's like the size of my closet pretty much and it's like all vegan stuff so like it's really populated all the time because like they have like a lot of specialty stuff and they have it to where you the person stands outside and you tell the people working inside the store what you want and they Mm -hmm. fill your basket Mm -hmm. 
so like you literally don't come into contact with people like yeah. a pickup then yeah like you yeah like kind of like pickup up, curbside pickup yeah. kind of thing yeah but yeah. like they call it pantry style I mean, I that it's original. It's yeah, original. original. Nooch the original yeah. vegan store. <laughs> but masks, don't get me started. I don't know. I can't breathe. Hot breath. I know. That's what I was telling my waxer today. I was like, guys, how <laughs> can you do this? This is not fun. I said, I'm quiet today, huh? It's because I have to wear this uh, mask. She goes, you're literally laughing and screaming. Yeah. What <laughs> are you like talking about? Right? like, <laughs> thank you (laughs) well like for me it was like i saw someone running with one on i was like how are you breathing like we're outside yes (laughs) i tweeted about that um i was (laughs) literally driving the car and in puerto rico it's i mean the rules are so strict that of course you know that's the information the population thinks is true and so i mean people are, are I saw people at the beach with masks on with their daughter and they were like no one around. It's like, if you're with your family, you live with your family. You don't need to wear a mask around them. You don't need to wear a mask in the car. You don't need to wear a mask I know. outside. In the car, like, like on the way back from the grocery store, people are like with their mask on driving in their car. <laughs> oh, the second I hit outside, I take it off. I cannot yeah. breathe. I cannot think. I was in Costco getting dizzy. I was like, I well, can't. That's why I can't understand like the running aspect of that. Like you're exercising. <laughs> like how are you breathing? I yeah. don't know. I just don't get how it. I, I work at a gym and I'm like, how do you guys expect to, you know, that's stay open? now? I'm like, who's gonna who is going to really lift hundred pound dumbbells with a mask on? Yeah. Please tell me. I mean, like, the mm-hmm. people will, like, they'll be like, yes, I love the mask. Save the environment. <laughs> save the world. Save ah, the environment. Like, <laughs> yeah. too. Don't come. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mask. It's, it's not for me. It's not Same. for me at all. Same. Well, on that high note. <laughs> we I all mean, went off. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of like to start the podcast as well with some like icebreaker questions just so our listeners can get to know our guests better. They're kind of like bigger questions, so don't feel like too pressured to have like a super like insightful answer. But um, one of them is what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or that you've ever given someone? Mm, I feel like the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is when my grandma told me like the only person you have is yourself. And at first, I was like, damn, that <laughs> that's a lot eh? to take in. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted to hear right now. And then after time, I was like, damn, you're, you know, 100% correct. Like, it is true. And for, for some reason, that really, like, resonates with me and makes me want to push harder and do better for myself, you know, make myself proud and all that kind of stuff so yeah definitely some good advice she gave me but back then I was like what the hell grandma <laughs> honestly my mom told me the same thing when I was like I don't know probably uh-huh. like a teen me being like when I was a teen I'm like only 21 <laughs> but um yeah probably like in high school my mom told me like literally the exact same thing and it was kind of like oh that's a really sad truth to hear at this time because you think mm-hmm. you have your friends you know you have like I mean, I think you always have your family, but yeah, like your friends or like people around you, but then you mm-hmm. kind of realize that everyone's going through like the same thing in that way. Right. Yeah. Agree. 
Okay, sometimes you really only have yourself and not even your family, guys. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's the I sad mean... truth. I guess it's more so like with like opinions or anything. It's like if you're looking for something, I guess find it within yourself. Right. You don't always need like an outside source to feel mm -hmm. validation. So, yeah, I think that's definitely something I learned over years. It's been hard, but also needed. Yeah. So, Where are you from? So I'm from Eunice, Louisiana, which is a small town. Um, and then my mom is a travel nurse and my dad is in the army. So I have been moving around my whole life. My dad's lived in Ann Arbor, Michigan, um, San Antonio, Texas. And then he got stationed in Puerto Rico, which is where we decided just to stay. Um, and so he can retire here. And then my mom is a nurse in San Francisco. So wow. I'm like, yeah, I've always been all over the place, but Eunice, Louisiana is like home. Um, that's like our home base. Although like my parents aren't there, we still have a house there and yeah, definitely like small town country vibes, a lot of pastures, not really anything to do besides go to like Sonic and Walmart, but <laughs> Sonic with the tater tots. <laughs> they got them. Like, I can't relate. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't know. You're an OG. You're an OG if you know 99 cent corn dogs from Sonic. That's all I got to say, period. No, I don't know if I know that because I don't know. <laughs> I'm like 12. Literally. I know if they were before my time. Mm -hmm. But I was very excited to like get out of that small town. But yeah, I was there um, until I was 18, 5 to 18. And then born in New Orleans, currently live in New Orleans and go to school there at um, the University of Loyola. So, Have you been back there since? Um, Eunice? Mm -hmm. yeah I go sometimes to visit my grandparents but I mean only them like only they are there so you know I don't go as right. often as when like you know I live there but yeah, yeah. <laughs> around. I, I don't really go often I kind of I don't know so now I'll tell you this <laughs> for my 21st birthday I want to go to NOLA yay or nay wait Sorry, both weird. of you guys come so we can meet up and y'all can come on the pod that's right. also like no like just to say that that's like two years away where is that oh. i feel like i've heard of it but New I don't Orleans, know. louisiana oh yeah. is that like the short form yeah no because no. people were calling for example south california i think socal, SoCal? i was like where yeah. is socal mm -hmm. i was like trying to look it up and i was like oh it's south california <laughs> so wait it's what is it it's no new, new orleans louisiana nola yeah uh -huh. Okay, love that. My dad's been there. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there, but yeah, yeah definitely. Actually, no, my I'd love New there. Orleans. Come if you can. It's like a creative, outgoing place. Different. Should we come during Mardi Gras? People, Mardi Gras. We have Bourbon Street. You have to try beignets. Um, you have Uptown, Mid City, wow. like just everywhere. The quarter. So yeah, I will come. remember that next year. <laughs> in 2021 yeah whenever we well, can actually least... like move around yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah whenever we can cross the border again yes right <laughs> that'll be wear mask. yeah <laughs> that too oh my god and then knowing that like you've lived like so many places is like and you've done so many different things what does success mean to you hmm I mean I guess like <laughs> over the years it's definitely Shane, you're laughing. You're making me giggle. Um, I guess like over years, it's definitely changed like what success is for me. And I think everyone has like their own 
you know, scale of what that is, I guess, like right now, um, it's just doing anything that is genuine to me. And I think like in the past, I probably had different goals for other people around me, like say for parents, I think I was, they're being fueled by something else. And so I think now that's like something that's super important to me to just like staying true to myself and true to what I like, whether that's like, I mean, I am a student now, but it's like, I'm into film and social media and I love like talking to people and things like that. So I guess just not being too hard on myself and like, um, just loving the journey of life and like, you know, not being too serious, but yeah, success to me is just being authentic and genuine and true to myself. And yeah, just like kind of back to what my grandma said, like, the only person you have is yourself like do you for you you know it's true you do what you want and you have your interests and I like how you Mm -hmm. intertwined the two your like definition of success (laughs) like the best piece of advice you've ever been given yeah (laughs) I feel like yeah I feel like honestly like the past because once I turned 18 I graduated from high school and then like everyone has that huge moment of being like, oh my God, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Um, all these people in my class are going here. Maybe I should do that. Or I was very like, what am I going to do kind of thing? And after high school, I actually moved like three times and then finally figured it out. And I think through that period, there was like a lot of like learning about self-love, doing things for myself. And so I think that's why it's so important now just to like reinstill those values. And um, yeah. So it's definitely like a crazy time, but I think that's how we learn throughout life. So. Would you have you majoring? Oh, sorry. So I'm um, a mass communications major. My focus is visual communications, and then I'm minoring in psychology. Literally, literally same. Sierra. Literally same. Wait. Yeah. Wild. Oh, that's my God. literally what I'm doing. That's, crazy. that's oh. so funny. I'm majoring in communications, like, with a concentration of strategical relationship maintenance and minoring Uh, in sociology. That's crazy. (laughs) Okay, my times. Mine's psychology, but it's close. I mean, you know, like, social science, you know? know, Yeah. There you go. Social science. We're smart. (laughs) (laughs) We have, like, the easiest major. I know. (laughs) But I, it's I something that's it, needed, though. though. It's so needed, mm-hmm. I find. Oh, and it's so broad, yeah. And but it goes like it go. It fits well in anything, you know. Like there's mm-hmm. communication, like officers everywhere or whatever position in regards to communications. Like in every unit or whatever, there are communication officers. Right. Yeah. No, I was so, like, like undecided for the longest time, and then found mass comm and was like, wow, there's so many branches. There's no way I'm going to, like, get this degree and then regret it, I felt like. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad um, I settled with that. But, yeah. Well, yeah it's, like, definitely... as universal as, like, a business degree. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I got a business degree. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Social. Like, you know, just, like, cool. Yeah. And, like, as if you were going to say, like, oh, I got an environmental science degree so I could be an architect. That's, like, very specific, you know what I mean? Right. I- off to oh, those two because mm-hmm. math drawing cannot do the following right. well it's like <laughs> when someone even asks like what do you want to do it's like I'm never like you know pointing mm-hmm. to one thing and that's why I love um 
mass comm so much is because it's like thousands of different things and I don't like to be put in a little box so I felt like yeah yeah. that's like similar to my program too I feel like a lot of people because I'm in like international development but it's hard to be Mm -hmm. like okay like what job do you get with that after because it's so like I don't know it's so kind of diverse and like what you learn Mm -hmm. that it's kind of applicable through like different things you can have different positions so it would be so hard Uh when someone would be like what's your like ideal position like what are you looking for like what's the position you want to end up in after I'd be like I don't know (laughs) what's like such a huge pressure so it's like if you're you know in high school and listening don't think that you have to have it figured out because that was like a big issue for me because I was just like wow everyone wants to be like a nurse doctor whatever whatever and I'm like I don't know sis (laughs) the amount of times I can just hear my mom's voice in my head tell me that the average person changes their mind, like their major 10 times. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do I really want to even commit to a major? So I could be like that, (laughs) not that person to change it 10 times. You know what I mean? That's like the hardest part about like figuring something out. Because you're like, shit, this is not it. And they're like, oh my God. I'm not gonna be successful oh my god my path is ruined what am I gonna do with the rest of my life and then you're just like it's okay right you and can yeah do it yeah and there's like so many people who have a degree in one thing and then do something else and it's like mm-hmm. throughout life you're probably not going to be doing the same thing forever you're constantly changing and evolving and that's the fun part of it so well that's For definitely sure. true and like this society too like I feel like right now where everyone like experiences like a career path change kind of in a way whether it be like a job or even going back to school like later in life but Mm -hmm. then I was gonna ask you then for like maybe some of our younger listeners as you were talking about what tips would you have for like someone kind of trying to decide like what next step they want to take whether they be like 18 or 25 or whatever wherever they are in life Mm -hmm. I know that's a very broad question do you mean like um, if you're in a place where you're not really sure if you like what you're currently doing and you want to switch things up, like job-wise? Or... Yeah, we could go with that. <laughs> I'm I sorry, like I didn't know what you were... Okay, I mean, it's not that like, I don't know. I mean, it could depend on the person, but I guess if I was personally in that situation and I was just like in a place where I didn't like what I was doing, which I've definitely been in that position, position before... Um, Uh, when I was in that like 18 to 21 period, I had gone to a college that I didn't enjoy. And so instead of just staying there, which I had kind of told myself I was going to do, I realized that switched schools, ended up loving it. And then um, just did like put myself out there more and asked for what I wanted, which I think is super important. So if you're, I would just like do an overall assessment of like what you want like what you're not happy with <laughs> I'm like getting all tongue tied and then you know notice that like I wasn't happy with college changed my schools and then decided what I needed to focus on kind of thing so or like pinpoint different aspects of your life that you want to change up because you don't have to stay in one place and there's always I mean if you reach out to someone they could possibly help you with jobs as well how do you know you're not going to get a job if you don't ask or reach out to someone kind of like Kenzie y'all had her on this podcast you had to ask her she didn't just know Mm -hmm. well yeah and I think that's something like even if you go like look at because Kenzie made um 
like an IGTV, I believe, about how mm-hmm. to go about starting a podcast, for example. And yeah, it's a matter of like reaching out to people that like genuinely putting together a template mm-hmm. and like adjusting it as needed and reaching out to people like without. And even for me, like my job, that's how I got my current job that I'm in. I literally mm-hmm. like just emailed people. I was like, hi, I'm graduating. Yeah, and it can be so awkward and scary at first, but it's like, yeah. you have to ask, ask, and you will receive, get out of your comfort zone, at least like a little bit, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's true. And like, for me, it's not, I'm not going to say that I emailed five people. I probably emailed over like a hundred people. Like it was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't get a hundred responses, you know? <laughs> right. And even if I did get a response, that didn't mean they wanted to talk to me. It just meant that they were acknowledging that I emailed them. So, right. So yeah, it's shoot your shot, basically. And <laughs> No, literally. Yeah. At some point, maybe someone will <laughs> have, like, be willing to give you the opportunity. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely at some point. <laughs> <laughs> what um so you do have a podcast correct yeah and it's beautiful it's the red (laughs) is the perfect shade of red guys if you're listening perfect shade of red ever it's like the crayon that was like it looked like it was orange but it was like the perfect shade of red but it looked orange on the like the tag (laughs) delicious i loved it (laughs) what inspired you to do that like to start the entire process of a podcast honestly I have no idea it was literally like one day I kind of just I don't know I I was actually okay so story is I was looking at my hard drive and I found an old video of myself I was like 12 and I was interviewing my grandma and then somehow that turned into (laughs) so random my brain's weird but then that turned into like oh yeah like genuinely I loved interviewing like I miss connecting with people and then I think like another day it was kind of like over a series of weeks like another day I saw someone doing a podcast and then I just connected with it to like oh wouldn't it be cool to have like a safe space where people could talk about anything that could just you know whether that's like sharing a story or informing others on like various topics or whatever ever the case may be and I just did it and um I mean, I'm taking it week by week. Like I never, once I started, I didn't even know who I had like the first episode with. Like, I just knew it was something that I wanted to do and that would happen over time. And then I put myself out there, um, kind of just like messaging people and posting in engagement groups and groups on Facebook and stuff. And um, it turned out great. So. Well, we love your podcast. <laughs> you know, I yeah. love the idea of it. What like kind of swayed you to have maybe a more like I don't know, more, like a deeper type of podcast because you definitely talk about issues that are embedded yeah. within society and yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a- <laughs> love that. I'm a water sign. <laughs> My next episode's actually going to be about um, tarot and astrology for beginners. So. Oh, wow. yeah yeah I'm so excited I'm gonna go listen to that I want to know more so I'm a Scorpio I'm a water sign um Aquarius moon and if you know anything about astrology like I'm just a very deep individual and like I feel like sometimes like I'm just like thought wise and then I guess what I've been through like with bullying and just 
that hump of like a three 18 through 21 just being like I guess one of the hardest points in my life thus far I mean I'm only 21 I have a lot to learn but you know um and I just thought I could do something with that and share it and give it a platform and at the time it was very scary like especially um I did a podcast episode on sexual assault and like that was very hard for me but it was also nice to know that I could help someone else out there and um yeah that's like what my goal was to do and I think that's kind of um like my purpose right now for me so yeah that's an amazing purpose first off amazing (laughs) because people think that like they're alone all the Mm -hmm. time like everyone is and then inside their own bubble and sometimes it's like a steel bubble and they feel like they can never get out and experience something that somebody else has mm-hmm. or it's like a clear bubble where they see other people experiencing something and they not necessarily want to experience the same thing especially mm-hmm. when it's like a negative thing but like they're like oh I wish I could do this but I'm scared or they were like I wish somebody could experience or has experiences connected me to tell me that it's gonna be okay and that there Mm -hmm. are people out there that are like the same as you and I think creating that space that safe space is really important yeah it's especially right now yeah it's honestly like there's no um like word to even pinpoint why I started it it was just kind of like this thing that just kind of happened and then even with sharing that story and other stories, um, it's just like a point in my life where I felt like I needed to talk about that and share that. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think going back to Sierra's point as well, like I think that's something you and I actually had talked about, Anastasia, um, about like how people experience things, but they think they're alone in that. Like I think we talked about this on your podcast a little bit I was on for an episode and yeah, like that people think they experience things. Sorry, episode four to be exact. (laughs) So you can go look it up after listening to this one. Um, But but yeah, that everyone experiences these things. And the more we talk about it, the more advocacy and activism we can have and the more knowledge we can Mm -hmm. spread on uh, issues such as racism and stereotyping. (laughs) But it's definitely important to have those spaces, like safe spaces available to talk. Because I would have never spoken about something like that, I don't think, anywhere else, really. It's hard. Yeah. And I got a lot of great feedback, too. So, you know, going in, um, I was scared to do so many of my episodes, and then I would get feedback. So it's nice to have that community and that support from everyone, and it makes me, you know, want to continue and just keep being vulnerable with my guests and myself. So <laughs> Sierra right. is wild. Are you good? Hi, guys. No, my phone was dying. Oh my okay, god! Right I was like, um, this is interesting. Okay. There we go. So, we go. for someone, I mean, we can maybe we can all try and answer this question. But I guess for someone trying to go and start a podcast and find like a specific, I don't know, I guess type of podcast to start a more like specific um, subject. What advice would you give them? Like finding their niche. Yes, I think so. I just didn't want yeah. to use that word because I didn't want to use it incorrectly. But I was I like, would have that's said probably niche. It. I think niche. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Finding my I can't niche. Really <laughs> in the comments. No. 
Um, I guess for me, I wanted something that I could, like, there was no boundaries. And I knew if I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna make a safe space. It could be about anything. And obviously, my goal for my podcast is like, one, to inform others, two, to like share stories that others have experienced that can help someone else. Um, And so, yeah, I didn't want to give myself any boundaries and like make it about, I guess, one certain topic, which I saw some people doing. Um, Like when you go to Apple Podcasts, I would just like search and see kind of that thing. Um, But yeah, like some people do it just more focused on like food or, you know, fashion or whatever the case may be. And I just wanted to be like open, but I knew I wanted it to have substance and to be deep and um, I guess like more mental health related too with some of the subjects I was having on. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's something like that was definitely important for me going into starting a podcast, like the substance aspect mm-hmm. and like having it maybe a broader topic kind of to be able to like bring in different things and not kind of be repeating yourself about the same thing and get different perspectives, right. for example, like on success as we were talking about. Um, yeah, I think that's some really good advice. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like the hardest part for me was like, I knew what I wanted to talk about. Like I've always like felt very passionate about other people's success and other people being successful. I just didn't know how to start it because like the stigma of success is like nobody wants to hear from people that aren't at the tip top of the pyramid you know what I mean and that's like it's really hard because I find so many of my friends successful in their own ways mm-hmm. and I had to like be okay with like not necessarily not be okay but like say you know what everybody matters not just the people at the top and not just the people at the bottom or in the middle yeah. or towards the middle front I don't know of the line you yeah. know what I mean and like I think that's what helped a lot because now we have Kenzie and so many other great people on I still totally feel comfortable and feel like my friends still have so much to bring to the table that somebody like either Daniela or like a sixth grader can hear this and they're like I'm doing mm-hmm. okay guys I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna be successful and right. I think that's like the hardest part was like trying to figure mm-hmm. out that like people are gonna listen you know yeah because this is what it is and what it do you know (laughs) yeah I think like especially if you're I feel like our age group I don't know for you guys but like I didn't get an iPhone until I was like I don't know junior high or so and I feel like now the younger generation probably I guess in my experience from like cousins and stuff like they already have like this pressure instilled in them since they follow you know anyone on the internet and I feel like social media is like a whole nother thing but um I mean I think it is important for younger generations to have these different um what's it called (laughs) when you mix your English and Spanish (laughs) Um, (laughs) these, these other outlets um to go to for advice and tools and stuff so for sure. Yeah, I think that's definitely important because I don't know, like I, 
I look back on it and I think like technology can be like such a useful resource too. So like podcasts, mm-hmm. for example, to get exposed to different subjects and broaden your horizons and learn about things that you like didn't weren't really educated on at all. And I think that's something like I didn't have really growing up. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you do have to like be mindful that like there come responsibilities with having like those um, right. outlets, as you call them, really in that way. Okay. Like, you know, like what you're seeing every day and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like that, not not everything on the Internet is accurate and correct mm-hmm. or, or yeah. there to benefit you. You know, yeah. sorry, not everything. I said not everything is going to benefit you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, right. and you know, like the I I hate to say it like this because this is really blunt, but like the lifestyle of a YouTuber isn't an everyday lifestyle. It isn't just anyone's mm-hmm. lifestyle, especially a YouTuber that has X amount of like subscribers. That's not you know, what I mean? and they yeah. have their ups and downs, and that's yeah. literally the one of the episodes that we're going to release before this one actually is going to talk about how like people just aren't perfect mm-hmm. and I think that's something with technology that like we fail to recognize and it's definitely blurred that side of like the human dimension in that way yeah but we're here sorry I just went on a rant um what is your favorite thing that you've done during quarantine? <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. Um, I think for me, it's just been like spending more time with family. Because um, I guess like with Thanksgiving and summer and everything, I've only been home for like weeks at a time or like one week at a time. And it's been like since March 18th, I've been in Puerto Rico up until today. And I'm probably going to be here until like the end of July. But um yeah, I guess it's just, like, more time with family. It's kind of like I saw this TikTok of someone um, saying <laughs> that when they came home to, like, their old room, it brought back all these memories. And I feel like I'm just kind of, like, you know, like, old stuff is resurfacing where it's good to, like, be present and um, go back to those thoughts and, like, you know, just, like, have yeah. more time to process everything. I guess because like college and our age right now, everything's so fast paced. So it's nice to just like be in meditation mode, just there. How can you bring all of that to like, how can you bring all of it to being successful? Um, This time (laughs) in quarantine? Yeah. Like how, how are you going to go about like doing the things that you want to do to make it worth it I guess mm-hmm. or worth it to your standards mm-hmm. and expectations yeah I mean I've definitely worked I think have been working on myself whether that's like eating healthy um I have not been consistent with workouts but like that's fine I've noticed that and that's okay this is quarantine as well so just like yeah <laughs> yeah just like working on myself you know I've been reading more books I've been um, making sure I'm not on my phone as often and just outside more and um, just like using resources on my phone and computer better than before you know not doing like the everyday routine and then just working on my podcast and um, putting everything into that because I know I'm not always going to have this much free time <laughs> it's definitely true yeah I think like I don't know at least in like western society like 
a lot of things are kind of pushing us to be like, oh, well, you'll never have this time ever again. So like do the most that you can with it, be the most productive that you can. But I mean, quote unquote, being productive doesn't necessarily mean you have to be, like be doing a bunch of things all at the same time. That could be literally right. just like having a proper sleep schedule, getting enough right. rest. That could be like yeah. being productive with your time. Well, and also like we can't do what we used to do every day. So yeah. there's already a difference in that. So when people are like be productive, it's like you can only be like as productive as, as like whatever in your current routine, you know, like what can mm-hmm. I do every day? Well, I could do a podcast and like, you know, make some videos and be creative with my photos or like whatever, but like that's all I can really do. So I mean, I've been like choosing to, you know, be outside more and just present with my family and stuff like that. But I mean, I wouldn't pressure yourself. Like today's the first time I've worn makeup in like months. So it's like, you know, it's been nice to just chill. I'm in the mode of chilling. I'll tell you that, guys. I just (laughs) got the quarantine chill vibes and I never (laughs) want to leave my bed. At the beginning, I was like, this this shit's going to be mine. I'm going to make quarantine my B and I'm going to get stuff done. That wasn't me. Um, And I just love my bed so much. I feel that. Yeah, I have a hard time getting out of bed like before eight, I feel like. If it's like. Have y'all's dreams been crazy? Yeah, I've had some wild dreams, to be honest. I've had really weird dreams. My dreams have been so weird. I was like saw another tweet about that and I was like damn I know know it's not just like a couple people I feel like it's happening to quite a few people right now like people are tweeting about it I talked to my friends I'd be like have the weirdest dream whatever and they're like oh my god me too (laughs) yeah it said something about like a parallel universe and I'm like oh I get it now (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense no like it's also the new moon tonight oh is it really oh was it tonight wow yeah Oh, I have some intentions. Yes. Growing up, my mom had this like cute, cute, cute little book that you could do like spells Mm -hmm. for like the full moons and the new moons. And like you would like make something and then in the middle of the night would shift. Uh, It's the coolest thing in the entire world. Oh. I miss it. Maybe I'll (laughs) feature it in the video if I can find it at her house. But that was like the cutest thing. And that just like reminds me of like new moons and. Yeah. Me and my family do it. Really? Uh, not like, I mean, we've never seen anything move, but like we'll write down like intentions. Oh um, it depends on like whatever we're into, but like we've written like things that we want um, to like leave behind or whatever and like let them on fire and then put our crystals out so they can charge and just, you know, made sure we we're asking the universe what we wanted kind of thing. Not in like a material way, but just like whatever the case may be, so. For sure. I saw this, like, YouTuber. She lives in, like, New York, and she did, like, a 10-minute guided journaling session for, like, the new moon, and I was like, that's so cute. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to hear then, like, how did you get into, like, this spiritual stuff? Um, I guess, like, honestly, I feel like through Cardia. Do you know Cardi Milan? No, no, sorry. I'm oh. sorry. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I've been following her for like the longest time. <laughs> I've been following her for the longest time and she does a lot of like crystal, like she has like a lot of crystals and things. And then 
I guess like over time, I feel like this is like junior high. Um, over time, I read like different books about just um, not more so like astrology, but just like the universe, moon intentions, cycles of the moon, all this kind of stuff. And I was just like blown away by it. Um, I'm Catholic, but like I still, I don't think there is like, um, what's it called? Like, I think anyone can do it. Like, anyone can, you know, make Yeah, there's not, like, it's not, like, restricted to, like, a certain, yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people around me in high school thought that. Like, they thought it was very, like, um, witchy of me to be doing stuff like that. But it's, like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, like I love crystals and they have energy. And I think it's important to just, like, know that we're surrounded by, like, things bigger than us that we can't see it's true there's something out there that's definitely I don't know what it is I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. say what it is but there's definitely something bigger (laughs) yeah Hmm. for sure so maybe one of the last questions we'll go on and ask you then is um right now like during this time of quarantine we've talked about it a lot uh especially with grocery stores and everything but do you have like a favorite local business or like small business or sustainable or ethical product that you'd like Mm -hmm. to give a shout out to that you love my mom was in episode maybe three i think it might have been before you daniela and then her so she is the co-founder of Earth and Craft along with Veronica Renson, and she was in episode five. Um, and they just 100% like everything about plants, all clean, all organic, everything's locally sourced. And so like I have a few of their products, which is like the sage spray, which you can just spray around your room to just, you know, clean your aura. Um, and then they have toners. They have venus potion which is good for if you're on your cycle or if you have hormones or anything um they have like coffees teas you name it um and they're called earth and craft and so i've actually been helping my mom make some of the stuff while i've been here which has been cool to learn about and yeah they ship anywhere in the world too oh that's so so awesome i love how they have like such a variety of things too like different products Uh and they're all like you said they're all like natural did you say organic Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. yeah just Um, clean locally locally sourced sourced. oh that's like the perfect product like exactly what we were asking for (laughs) and everything's like um made in glass they check their packaging oh my god the packaging we use like what we get from Amazon. We like reuse boxes and things like that. But yeah, she has so many products. Um, And they have like an anxiety tincture. Um, They have a sleeping moon tincture, which like you take before bed and it'll make you vivid dream. Like they just have so many different things. So whatever you're into. Well, we'll definitely link those down below. Yeah. So that our listeners can check that out. (laughs) Did you have any other questions that you want to ask us or talk about um well what have y'all been doing during quarantine to stay busy or just like what's been fun you know good movies you want to go (laughs) (laughs) um you want to put me on a series (laughs) um right now i'm re-watching law and order special victims unit okay always 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 i don't start new tv shows ever literally ever so just re-watching old ones um i've been cooking mm-hmm. i tan a lot 
I tan about a few times a week. I really haven't gotten into reading. You know, that's a hard one. I've been trying to read this book. I have like one chapter left and it's been like two weeks. You don't want to finish it. It's too good. I don't. I don't want to finish it. I didn't really like it at all. And I'm like, I just don't want to finish it. Yeah, she didn't enjoy it. Uh, For me, I've literally just been like working. Um, I'm also taking an LSAT course still. So that's like in June. So that's kind of been like always in the back of my mind, stressing me out. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to work out. um, Yeah. And the podcast. That's kind Mm -hmm. of what makes up my life right now. Right. Yeah, I don't work so well, like because of Corona, because I worked at a gym, so I just <laughs> when you said stare outside. My <laughs> when you said because of Corona, I thought of Mason Disick. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it's oh. awkward if you don't. <laughs> no, I know. I know. He was like, awkward. he was like, I don't see Stormy because of Corona, and you just said it perfectly. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> heck yeah, yes. <laughs> really nothing well thank you so much for joining us on our podcast it was such a pleasure to have you i liked that you were able to come on my podcast now with sierra (laughs) no i love what you ladies are doing thank you so much for having me on would you like to share your socials like your podcast and stuff so people can find you for sure. Yeah. My podcast is The Vulnerable Podcast. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then uh, my Instagram is at Anastasia Gabrielle Flores. And then the podcast Instagram is just at Vulnerable Podcast. Mm-hmm.